The Empathy Museum presents A Mile in My Shoes. These look like a pair of waterproof trekking sandals. They've got some very sturdy Velcro to fasten them and a very nice black gripping sole. That's good for any surface, I'd say. And a beige insole, size 9. These shoes belong to Russell Enoch. This is his story. Shoe size? Oh, yes. My, my shoe size is rather debatable at the moment. <laughs> I um, have got to the stage where I'm growing other things in my, on my feet. It's a little... <laughs> <laughs> sort of horrible creeping thing around my big toe. I'll show you. So the only shoes that I can wear <laughs> are these old, very battered sandals. But I'll take them off now. Isn't it exciting? And I wear socks in the winter, but not with sandals. And <laughs> that's absolutely out. When I wear sandals, I wear my feet are naked, yes. Takes a bit longer. Not to worry! <laughs> Hello! How are, are you? you? I am an actor. And uh, I suppose I've always been an actor. And uh, I am 90. 90. 90 years old. It seems ridiculous. Actors don't tend to, to cross the 90 phrase very often. And they do. They do pass away quite suddenly. And I have lost a lot of friends recently. But uh, I go on. I think what keeps me young and active is really the fact that I am married again. Lancelot Gobbo was my my real way into the theatre, as it were. I was at Wolverhampton Grammar School, and uh, we had a marvellous master there who put on a production of... Um, uh, not Midsummer Night's Dream. Um, uh, no, uh, Merchant of Venice. Yes, that's right. Thank you. <laughs> I'm forgetting everything. Memory comes and goes, doesn't it? It does for me. And sometimes I infuriate Italy by coming into the kitchen and standing and looking at the tap which I've just turned on and is pouring water down the sink. And she said, what are you waiting for? And what I'm waiting for... <laughs> Is the reason I'm there. What is it I want? <laughs> I'm trying to write down the, the memories that I ought to remember. And um, because I'm not a writer, I often get uh, waylaid, you know, and, 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 and I'm, I'm caught by something that I'm writing. And I will follow that for a bit. But that's a lot of nonsense, really. Oh. oh. Yeah, OK. Coffee? I think I think I'm very all right there. OK. Yeah. It's quite professional. I got as far as my entrance to Oxford um, 
during the war, the beginning of the war. Uh, and then I stopped because I read what I had written and I thought, this is a load of tripe. I mean, nobody's going to be interested in this. Uh, and so uh, I stopped. I, I thought I mustn't go on with this. And I have I've, I've postponed my return to my memoir thinking, well, it sounds pretty corny to me, but people have encouraged me. <laughs> so perhaps I will start again and finish it. And whether I'll do it or not, I don't know. I have friends my of my age, I and mean, they think it's an old, a terrible waste of time, paper and everything. And uh, they think it's unnecessary. It's, it's, it's gone. I, I, I like it when it's going well and I'm uh, thinking and I'm remembering things that I like to remember. And it's amazing how uh, I can remember uh, the play, I can remember rehearsals, I can remember all those things. It's, it stays alive with me, uh, acting. I mean, it's, it's exciting to play all these characters and then find out about them. And I love rehearsals and all the business of, of discovering what sort of a character he is and, you know, did he have a limp or what? All that's marvellous. Don Quixote, Prince Hal, The Adventures of Sir Lancelot. I would write notes and imaginary bits about the characters I was going to play. All that I did. So, uh, but that was for a point. I was going on stage afterwards and I knew that this character had uh, a right to be there. But uh, it's, it's a bit... It's a bit difficult, really, to justify sometimes. But, uh, if, they, if, that, if there's a sort of a blank patch in the middle, I add... I don't like that very much, no. And then I go back to what I was thinking about and, and, and look it up and find out what, what actually I was doing. I kept a lot of diaries, yes, I did. Only full of complaints. I mean, it's, <laughs> I don't think my diaries are like Samuel Pepys. <laughs> I think it's, in a way, you, I, I don't think you can spend too much time going back. It's not progressive somehow if you're not writing the book and getting on with it. And, and I'm not most of the time, you know. So uh, it can lead to a, a gloomy, introspective afternoon, which is to be avoided at all costs. It doesn't mean you haven't ever had very gloomy thoughts about yourself and everything like that. I have had. And, uh, and all actors have patches when they're not doing anything at all. But to be deprived of acting when you want to act is awful. You start quarrelling with your wife and quarrelling with the children and finding complaints in everything. So... Uh, I don't recommend that, I mean, but I think it can be rather dark. But we've all got a dark side to us, haven't we?
when I have these periods, it does usually result in, in some reaction, which can be difficult. Uh, a, a divorce in in uh, marriage is is a very very painful business, very, and particularly for me, I found that was a real sort of soul-searching time for me. These climaxes come when you're least expecting them, really, and you discover the anguish and the pain of it. You can rise again, I think. If my uh, recalling something is very gloomy, I don't know that I would want to put that down. Actually trying to be truthful uh, is, is always difficult, I think. And uh, truthful to yourself and to see all your failings and uh, in that respect. Uh, it wasn't always sweetness and light, but uh, I mean, if 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 I get into a sort of gloomy patch, as it were, uh, when I'm writing, I will often drag myself out of it by uh, a contrast with how things are now, and and and, and I feel that's marvellous. I'm incredibly fortunate to have found somebody like Ethelian. I mean, that that is the real sort of plus that happened that night in Rio. She's very bright. That's the first thing. And, and, and of course, she's lovely to me, uh, absolutely. Uh, beautiful. And she always, she always uh, shows you that she loves you. A very, very happy time, really. But uh, I think uh, I would like to get on with the writing. I think so. I think I would. Russell's story was produced by Eloise Stevens. His shoes are part of a growing collection of footwear hosted by the Empathy Museum's A Mile in My Shoes exhibition. The shoes and stories come from all over the world. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram to find out where we are going next. <laughs>